0: I decided to start the self-love, self-care challenge um, because I do have a million irons in the fire. And what I was finding was that I was becoming overwhelmed and also physically run down because my schedule was so busy and I had so many things going that um, self-care was on the back burner.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Positively Joy a podcast on searching for the light all around us in all seasons of life. We look for God in the everyday and choose joy, even in the hard times. I'm your host, Yvette Walker, and I'd love for you to become a part of our online podcast family and join our Positively Joy community on Facebook. Visit PositivelyJoy.com for previous episodes and to check out our cool merch. And listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you go for podcasts. We drop episodes Monday and Thursday. And if you like, leave us a rating and a review. It helps us show up for more people in the listings. So we thank you and on with the show. Happy New Year's Eve, everybody. I wanted to take this time to wish you a happy, healthy and wealthy 2021. And I saved a special conversation just for you on the topic of self care. Author and publisher Paula McDade talked about the importance of self care as we go into the new year and why God says that's a good thing. And so, as we lead into the last episode of 2020, I'd just like to thank you all so much for listening. And I encourage you to keep listening. Because 2021 will be the year of connectivity for the Positively Joy podcast. That's my word of the year for 2021, connect or connectivity. I'd love for you all to come along for the ride. And I just want to thank you again. All right, here's Paula on self-care, and I hope you get a lot out of it. Here we go. Hi, and welcome to the show. This is Positively Joy. I'm your host, Yvette Walker. But we're going to talk today about something that's really important, and that is self-care. She's doing something really interesting. But before we get into that, uh, I'd like to tell you a little bit about Paula and then have her uh, just give us a little bit of background. So she is the chief creative officer of Stellar Creative. LLC. It's a boutique brand created to provide print, web, and publishing services to busy entrepreneurs, ministry professionals, and nonprofit organizations. Uh, she has, you may, you may know her name from the Captured and Crowned Book and Bible app, Devotional, which is amazing. And she's got lots of other books out there, but she's been doing something really interesting on Facebook lately. I think it's something that's important for us in this busy season and this crazy season we're in. So Paula, tell us a little bit about what you're doing on Facebook right now.
0: Yes. Well, thank you, first of all, Yvette, for inviting me to your platform. I am super excited to be a part of what you're doing and so proud of how you have just sort of. Leap, leapt out there and decided to take the plunge into podcasting. So, congratulations on that. Um, Thank yeah, you. I decided to start the self love, self care challenge um, because, as you said in my introduction, I do have a million irons in the fire. And what I was finding was that I was becoming overwhelmed and also physically run down because my schedule was so busy and I had so many things going that um, self care was on the back burner. So uh, yeah, I started this challenge. It's 30 days. I started on December 1st and I plan to go through December 30th, just every day giving a post about one thing that you, one action you can take towards either self-love or self-care. Things like, you know, an intimate um, spa bubble bath in your bathroom or picking out your favorite scripture and posting it and on your mirror so that you can daily see it and repeat it. Um, Just things that will help you to um, take better care of yourself and also love on yourself. I think that is extremely important right now.
1: Mm. So you have a lot of of street cred. <laughs> um, you know, you know, you know a lot about why this is important. So you're you mom of six. Yes. Your grandmother. Yes. Uh, you are also the editor in chief of Brilliant Awakening Magazine, and that magazine features the stories of so many awesome women who are who are doing a lot, who are really who are overcoming things, and right. who are who are accomplishing things. So from that perspective, and then also you're a Christian and you are, you know, you, you love Jesus. And so from, from, from your knowledge and everything that you have learned, you know, why is this so important that we should not not leave this on the table that we should not, um, you know, forget to take care of ourselves?
0: Well, you mentioned, uh, my faith and my relationship with Christ. And, you know, as a believer, um, for me, in the word, it tells us to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. Um, the word talks a lot about love simply because God is the very essence of love. He is love and Christ um, also embodies love. And so for me, it was just really important to learn this art of self-love and self-care because when when you love yourself, there are certain actions that you will take in order to nurture, protect um, you know, and and develop yourself. And, and that spills over into your relationships. And so for me, this is a way to also, Make sure that I am the best version of myself for those that I serve, whether it be in business or ministry, but also, of course, for my family, my children and my grandchildren and my parents, um, you know, siblings and all the other people that make up my family. So it's just a very important um, anchor piece for me to learn how to do that. And this is a perfect time in a pandemic where we're all sort of isolated from one another and not able to really um be distracted with all the meetings, the face-to-face meetings and the church services and programs, et cetera. This is a great time to focus on that. And I've actually made quite a bit of headway just in this area uh, personally for myself. So I'm speaking something that I also practice in my daily life. So self-love, self-care is not a theory for me. It's It's a daily practice. It's something that Um, I've incorporated into my daily um, activities, my routines. And so I'm I'm sharing things with people that I have done myself that they can implement very simple steps. Um, And to me, that's the best way to grow. It's just one small step at a time. So, yeah, this is all from personal experience.
1: Mm -hmm. So first of all, if anyone, you know, definitely should, should check this out, um, if you look at this and you see, you say, "Wow, this is so beautifully designed." Well, she's a great designer. She is a she's an amazing uh, print and web designer, and so it it certainly makes sense that all of these would be beautifully crafted. But just starting at day one, I just want to share a couple of them. Um, day one, start this self love challenge by making a list of ten things that no longer serve you. Uh, that's really, why, why'd you start off with that? I,
0: Yeah, because I feel like I've put up with so many different things in my own personal life that were not serving me anymore and I needed to purge. Um, and so I started that process, of course, months ago. I'm just saying, you know what, this doesn't serve me anymore and it's got to go. And it's, it's simple things like cleaning my closet out from extra shoes that I've had for years and years and I'm no longer wearing them and they need to go, you know? And then, I mean, to get more serious, maybe relationships that had to go that were no longer serving me. They were one-sided or toxic or unhealthy. And so, um, I feel like making that list of 10 things is a realistic place to start because most human people have about 10 things that they can point to that say, you know what, this isn't working for me anymore or this isn't serving me anymore. It's a simple thing like maybe getting rid of your old underwear and going to Victoria's Secret and buying a whole new uh, wardrobe of underwear (laughs) Or something as serious as, you know, this church that I'm attending, it's just not feeding me spiritually anymore. And I need to find somewhere else to to, to go, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, that list is a powerful way to me to start off with because it kind of packs a heavy punch.
1: It sure does. And I love it because there's so many, you know, there, there are other people out there who have certain theories. Like, you know, we know Marie Kondo and she says, you know, spark joy and only keep the stuff that you love. But I love yours because it goes beyond the physical. It goes beyond your, your things. It it can include them, but it goes beyond that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love this because I think as we are going into this new year, COVID is still with us, Mm -hmm. um, but still that, and obviously we're going to have a transition, um, you know, in, 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 the presidential inauguration. Right. And there's a, there's a lot of feelings still out there, mm-hmm. you know, just mm-hmm. people, people are in their, in their feelings. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, so I think, oh gosh, there's just so much stress. And I, 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 really, when I saw this, I was like, this is really great. I think we do need to take care of ourselves and for you moms out there who are having to homeschool your children um, for, you know, maybe the first time for people who can't go to church who can watch it online, but can't really go to church anymore because they're concerned about about their own health? Uh, there's just so many things that are different, yeah. And I think put a stress on on ourselves. One thing I did love, so, so I just I, I just talked about day one. So day six really jumped out at me. Love it. Find your signature scripture and write it on a post, post-it or index card to place on your mirror and read daily. Yeah. So mm-hmm. important that we get into the word. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just talking with someone else and he talks about the fact that, you know, we talk to God through prayer. And I said, yeah, and he talks to us too through his word. Right. And sometimes we don't get into his word as much as we can. So I love this idea. It's very simple. Just post it on your mirror where you're going to look into every single day.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's important to, you know, renew our minds with the word. We've been told that we've heard it in sermons, um, you know, but actually implementing that. Some people struggle with how do I incorporate the word into my daily life or my daily routine? Um, And so this is just a good way to have that reminder that, hey, you know, this this particular scripture speaks to me. You know, we all have our favorites, and um, those are the ones that 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 we should be highlighting as a part of our daily um, disciplines when it comes to just you know getting the word on the inside. I, I actually have an altar in my, um, and when I say that, I mean it's not elaborate by any means. It's a really simple, um, just a little table with um, a drape over it, and I have candles and I keep my Bible and stuff there. But um, in that corner on my wall, I put up scriptures that speak to me. So it's just a way to meditate on the word. It's a way to get it in there so that we're, it's just like your veggies or your vitamins, you know, you, you have them handy so that you can ingest them every day. And I think it's important to do that with the word as well.
1: Mm, So important. So I want to know more about you and I'd like my audience to know more about you. You um, again, we know all these things that you've done, but you've shared a bit of your life story in your books. You shared a little a little bit of basically how you've walked this path and where you have come from before. And I wonder if you could share a little bit of that. And then I want to go on to talk about balance and rest.
0: Okay, so I'm going to give you the condensed version of of my (laughs) journey. I'm a preacher's kid. My stepfather was a minister in in the Baptist church. I grew up in the Baptist church. Um, I was also a victim of childhood sexual abuse from the time I was probably about seven or eight until I was 15. Um, And it had quite an impact on my life, of course, as you can imagine. Um, I just, a lot of dysfunction, a lot of hurt and pain. And I acted out quite a bit as a teenager and as a young adult, um, found myself a mom, a single mom very early on, a teenage mom at 16. And then again at 19, um, you know, with that set of circumstances, I entered into marriage at age 21, already having children and having had this dysfunctional background, of course, um, a few years into the marriage that ended in divorce. Um, found myself in and out of other relationships and just um, just lost, you know, really. But this entire time, I actually still was uh, a believer. I still attended church. I still, you know, confessed Christ as my savior, but I just had a lot of hurt and wounding that needed healing. Eventually, I did seek that out through counseling and um, spiritual uh, counsel as well you know, and it has taken a lot of time to get to the point where I had felt somewhat normal or somewhat healed from all of that trauma. Um, you know, but it is what it is. It was a journey that God allowed me to go through, but he also was there during the healing process and had other people to walk alongside me. Uh, you know, and by the time, um, in my last marriage, I actually was able to come to a point where I was thriving in the things that God had called me to do. So I was licensed as a minister, um, except accepted my call. With, I, I accepted it back in 2000, but I was actually licensed, um, a few years ago. And then I was able to write the captured and crown devotionals. I was able to become a YouTube, um, not YouTube, you version, uh, content partner with uh, the Bible app. Some of you are familiar with that. I was able to go on to eventually do the magazine, um, and do brilliant awakening anthology series, work with so many amazing people, uh, to help them get their stories out as well. So for me, it was an evolution of just, you know, dysfunction to healing, to thriving, to, um, creating and, uh, Walking in what God had called me to, again, quite a journey, um, and by no means was it easy or short. It it took many, many years, but I feel like I am finally at the place where um, God is able to use me in in a in a holistic way, and not just out of my dysfunction, if you will. So that's a little mm-hmm. bit about me.
1: <laughs> well, we know God can use. Our backgrounds. I mean, he can just use that as clay and shape it however he wants. And so, I know you say that you're happy. You're at a place now where he's using it in hol- in a holistic way. But of course, he did use it um, even. And as you say, more of a, maybe when it was in a dysfunctional way, but of course he's, he did use that. You've got five, well, I see four books on, on Amazon. I want to say five because I know you've got a captured and crown for young women in addition to the other ones. So, um, but you've got, you've got that one. You've got the brilliant awakening and the Brilliant Awakening 2.0. I also see a woman's guide to setting a blaze. So you, I mean, he definitely is using you. um, I just, you know, in such a brilliant way and, And, you know, I, I really appreciate everything that you're doing, but (laughs) you are, you are a mom and you're doing all this stuff and you have a business. Um, Let's talk about balance for a minute.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like, is there such a thing as, you know, I think for, I think balance is what you make it. So there's no barometer that says, okay, once you've achieved this, you you have balance. I think for each individual, it's different. And so... For me, what balance means is that when I need, even though I'm busy and I have things going on, such as my business, such as working with clients and being a mom and a grandmother and also, um, you know, somewhat responsible for my looking after my mother who's in her seventies. For me, I think balance is when I need to rest and when my spirit is telling me to go and sit down somewhere, I I do that. I think it means that when God is tugging on my heart to spend time with him and just sit at his feet, I go and do that. When, you know, I don't, in other words, I don't allow those things that I just named to dictate my life. I work my, my I work them around my needs and my, the desires of my heart. Um, So many people are driven by their schedules and they're driven by their brands and they're driven by their ministries. I don't want to be that person. I want to be the person who, you know, even though there's all these things that I can just, I'm in control, I'm in command of how I flow. And there is a flow to everyone's life. Everybody has one. Everybody has a different rhythm and a different flow. Some people move at a very quick pace and for them, that's okay. And they are able to thrive in that manner. Some move a little more slowly and some of us need a lot more um, downtime where we can just, we can walk through life without having to feel rushed and hurried. And so if, you know, that's kind of my philosophy about balance. It's just an individual rhythm that you find for yourself and you get into that rhythm and you stay with it so that your life flows out of you. You don't feel like you're being tugged and pulled along by life.
1: Oh, that's so important. So that's a, that's a very important message. Um, I know that you take a, a Sabbath rest and, and I, it's not the first time I've heard this. I've heard a friend of mine um, who now lives in California um, talks about that. And I, I never really could understand it. Exactly. I'm one of those busy people that is, I need to turn off sometimes. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about that Sabbath rest. What does it look like for you? And um, and what do you do?
0: So, of course, we all know the story you know, of creation, how God used six days to create all of these amazing things, the earth, the sun, the moon, the oceans, the animals, and then eventually humans. But on the seventh day, he rested. And my philosophy is if it's good enough for our creator, it's definitely <laughs> something we should be implementing as well. So um, Saturday is typically my Sabbath rest. And on that day, I don't do any work. Um, and I typically will spend it just just resting. I mean, literally what it says, you know, um, whether that is, um, you know, just making sure that I am uh, not... Um, Going a lot of places, or doing a lot of activities, or even interacting with a lot of people, for me, rest also includes not having to engage. Now, I'm an introvert, so extroverts, this will drive them crazy. But for <laughs> me, for me, even engaging in a lot of social socialization can sometimes be a drain. So I also don't do a lot of you know, meeting with people, talking to people, interacting with people just because rest for me means the total package, not just sitting down somewhere, but also actually the engagement with other people. Um, so I take Saturday and that's what I do. And, um, I try very, to be very diligent about it and protected with everything I have, because I know that if I sold that one day into, um, allowing myself to have that rest, then the rest of my week tends to go much better. I tend to have more energy. I'm able to function like I need to. Um, And it's just for me, it's just one of those things that is a must, uh, a must have for my schedule and for my makeup.
1: Do you maybe cook or do housework on Friday night so that you can have that Saturday rest?
0: Yeah, I I typically do things. Now, um, I will... Sometimes on Saturdays I will cook. It just depends. Um, but like now, I have bone broth um, soup in my Crock-Pot so that um, even though my Sabbath was yesterday, um, I still that's going to probably last me for I don't know the whole week, um, you know. And so I'm I will sometimes do things like that in order to so that I don't have to do a whole lot. But, you know, cooking to me is just one of those things. It's just a function. It's not necessarily work, quote unquote. So I don't Mm -hmm. necessarily count that. But I won't do like any strenuous housework or any strenuous um, creative work for my business again um, on those days, on Sabbath days. (laughs) Mm.
1: So do you think that, you know, being consistent with your Saturday rest, it is it is recharging your battery for the for the new work week? Do you, oh, do, yeah. you, do you really see? Yeah. see Yeah, yeah. Very much so. You, you mentioned to me the idea of slowing down to speeding up, to accelerating. And I'm assuming you meant that maybe in your yeah, career. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. So tell us a little bit about what that means to you. Yeah.
0: So just typically right before the new year, I will take a social media break so that for that period of time, whether it be a month prior or however long I'm led, um, I can just, refocus and recalibrate. And for me, that kind of looks like, you know, what planning with God, what our new year is going to look like, what are the new projects? Um, what is he focusing on? You know, not so much what I want to focus on, but what is he focusing on? Um, you know, what, what is the process that needs to either, um, be ended as the calendar year crosses over, or what process do I need to jump into and start as the new year crosses over? So, um, So yeah, that, that to me is slowing down to speed up because once, um, once I cross the threshold of the new year, my goal is to hit the ground running. And when I say running, I mean, you know, measured running, not just frantic, but, you know, measured in some measure and, um, to do, to, to impact, start making an impact as early in that calendar year as humanly possible so that, um, I can say with certainty that, hey, I started the new year off with a bang and my goal is to make sure that I consistently run this race this year with excellence. So that's kind of um, what I mean by slowing down to speed up, just making sure that I take that break before the new year hits so that I know what direction I'm going and what the goals are for that year.
1: Mm hmm. So, you know, when a new year comes around, a lot of people will do something. They will have a resolution of some kind, what they want to do. Some people will pick a word to try to lead them for the year. And and that's what I do. I really don't do a resolution against something. I try to pick a word. Um, What do you do?
0: Um, That's pretty much my, my ritual. I don't do resolutions much like yourself. Um, I I try to do a a snapshot of that prior year, you know, what happened that year, what worked, what didn't work. Um, Again, what processes do I need to close out? What processes do I need to start? Um, What am I working on? I kind of do a review and, and, and a vision casting for the next year. Because to me, it's, I'm a visionary and I've already, like, I've already got concepts for um, the things that I'm doing for this coming year, 2021. I already have some new things on the horizon, um, things that no one's ever seen me um, do before. I'm already involved in some training for uh, those things. And so for me, that's kind of what I do. I just do a lot of vision casting, a lot of um, year in review kind of stuff, what worked, what didn't, what are the processes, you know, et cetera. So that's kind of how I prepare.
1: You know, and and I know some people will think, well how, you know, those things really can't work. But I will tell you this. So 2 years ago, my word was receive. And actually that, you know, my husband actually gave me that word and I was like, well, and I don't understand what he says, well, I I really think that that's, you know, I don't know if if he believes that God gave him that word or not, but it's a word that was on his heart. He said, I think that that's the word for you. And so I said, fine. So that whole year I was, and I and I totally embraced it. So that whole year I was in the receiving mode. I just wanted to receive everything that he had, that God had for me. Right. I mean, just everything, right? Mm-hmm. And then the next year, the word, and I picked this one, the word was bloom. Mm. And so two years ago, the receiving word was the word when I, again, I believe it opened my heart. I went to a Christian, um, week long, uh, retreat where I completely opened myself to him and to, and to listening to him, um, started coming back and, you know, writing a lot. And then this year, the ne- next year was Bloom and the podcast was birthed that next year and lots of things. And so, I think if we listen to him we really try to and I think a lot of that is what you're saying that sabbath rest or however you're going to do it you need to still yourself and th- and that's my bible scripture my bible scripture is you know psalm be still and know that I am God cuz I am the one that's not still a lot and <laughs> you can't you can't really hear from him unless you are so um, give you know give him that and and listen to what he has to say, and I think that he will give you a word or a concept or an idea if that's a, if that's what you want to do. Uh, I think that that's more important than saying what you won't do. And yeah. so, yeah, 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 for sure. Mm, mm-hmm. Well, can you can you share anything with us that's new for next year or is <laughs> it still still under wraps? Well,
0: I'm going to make my debut on YouTube in a more formal fashion. I've around with YouTube and done some things. Um, you know, I've got a couple of videos out there and I was surprised to see I actually have 50 um, subscribers, which is, <laughs> I think it's a pretty good start. Some people start with zero, you know, they don't have any, yeah. but um, I have 50. Right. So um, yeah, I'm going to be more visible and I'm actually going to stop talking about it and actually do it, um, you know, but I've gotten all the concepts together and all of the stuff that's necessary, even created my little um, set here you know, so that I can actually make this happen. So yeah, that's part of what's going on. And yeah, some some other really awesome things um, on the horizon. Of course, the magazine is going to re-debut um, in January. I've been I've had it on hold and sort of on the back burner for a while because just a lot of stuff was going on in my life. But um, Mm -hmm. we're going to come back out in January with a new edition. And yeah, just um, more creativity for 2021.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's great. So where can people find you? Your... um... You know, either your website or your social media handles. Yeah, it's
0: pretty simple. PaulaMcDade.com is my website. If you go to Instagram, you can find me at official Paula McDade. Uh, Probably the same on Facebook. Um, I don't use Twitter as much. I just, I'm not a fan of Twitter. I don't know. It's just, I've never been able to get into Twitter. Um, And then if you'll uh, search Paula McDade on YouTube, you can find my channel there. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm pretty and I'm Googleable. So if anybody is, is a Google fanatic, um, just type my name in and I, I will pop up all over the place.
1: <laughs> yeah, you sure will. <laughs> OK, OK. Well, thank you so much. This has been so great. I, I really hope that I listen to you and start, you know, doing a lot of these things that, that, that I know I need to do. I keep pushing it off until after grading is done. Right. Right. <laughs> I know. I've got, i just a couple more weeks. Yes. Um, But yeah, yeah, I think it's so important for really any woman, but particularly the Christian woman, yes, to understand that she needs that self-care. And a lot of that self-care is allowing herself to sit at his feet, just like you do. Yes. um, And and to take in everything that he has for us. And so um, I thank you so much for for speaking with us today. And I wish you so many, many good things in the new year and for all your endeavors. Oh,
0: Thank you so much. And I wish the same for you and hubby and your family as well. You've been listening to
1: Positively Joy. I'm your host, Yvette Walker, and thank you so much for spending some time with us. Come on over to our website, PositivelyJoy.com. You can listen to past episodes. You can download a free teachable called Five Ways to Choose Joy. See our merchandise, cool t-shirts with our new logo. We've got a lot going on at PositivelyJoy.com. So we hope to see you there.
0: Farewell for now.